Good morning or good afternoon, whatever time this podcast is finding you at. This is my wake up podcast. You are not tired. You're just uninspired and I am here to help you. I am the creator and founder of Life Minded and Free. I am focused on helping women who are unfulfilled live above mediocrity and create a life of their wildest dreams because you can have financial and time freedom. You can have a good marriage. You can have a good relationship with your kids. You can have a good faith, a good health. And I'm here to show you how not only I did it, but how I was able to teach thousands of other women to do the same thing. So welcome to the show. I hope you enjoy today's podcast. But I wanted to, I wanted you guys to answer these questions to yourself super honestly and really take a look at what you're doing and what you want to do and who you were created to be and these little feelings inside of you that you keep hearing and feeling like you need to do the next thing or you need to go in this direction or complete that task. Um, we're all here on a journey. We're all here because we're trying to build something. We're trying to become something. We're trying to give value, all of these things. And I learn a lot about what I go through and then I apply it to what everyone else goes through. And what I just went through, I realized that it's something that a lot of people are going through. And really all it is, is that you kind of just fall off the tracks. And we talked about that a few days ago just like you feel empowered, you feel excited, you feel ready. You're like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. This is amazing. And then something happens in your life where you no longer feel like you're on top of the world. You no longer feel like you can accomplish everything and do it all. Instead, you feel all the negative emotions of fear, scarcity, anxiety, worry, overwhelm. And that's the place that you just sit in of all of that negative emotion. And so you can either be doing super, super good and being on top of the world, or all of a sudden you're like, screw this. I'm done. I'm, I can't do this anymore. I'm whatever, you know, and it's, you have, it's like, there's two different personalities inside of your body. The one that's like, let's do it. And the other one that's like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> and so instead of really realizing that you're saying, I don't think I can do this. It comes in the form of, oh, I'm not as good as her. I, I'm not as good as them. I'm never, who am I? I can't do this. I can't even, and this is my thought in my head today. I'm like, I can't even, I just realized that I never bought school supplies for Skylar. And then I also realized that tomorrow, it, and she needs the school supplies for today for school. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I have to be done off this call. I got to go to the store. I got to get supplies. I got to rush her to school. And I'm like, I can't even remember to get supplies for school. Like how am I ever going to build a successful company? I can't. And then yesterday was one of the days where it's like, if it rains, it pours. And it was like every single thing that could have happened wrong did like every piece of technology failed everything that I tried to do. I was building this landing page and got like almost done with writing it for like three hours, trying to write and do this. All of a sudden, everything's gone. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's, are you serious? And then I went to make dinner and then I didn't have, I made broccoli cheddar soup 
and then from homemade. And I was like, this is going to be great. My family's going to love this. I'm so on top of it. I go to make the soup and I realize that I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have any cheese for the soup. Like I don't, I started to make the soup. So I'm like, I don't have any cheese for this soup. So I need to go and buy the cheese. So I go to the grocery store. I buy the cheese. I come home. I continue to make it and realize all the broccoli I had in my fridge was bad. And it's like all slimy. And so I'm like, forget it. Like, I'm not literally like, I can't even make dinner. Like now there's no broccoli. And my kids are like, like my poor children, like are just, they just know how to deal with me. And Luke's like, it's okay, mom, mom, it's fine. Just make a list. Dad will go to the store. Him and I will go. We'll help finish making the soup. I'm like, I don't even want to eat anymore. Forget it. We're not even having dinner. <laughs> I stormed out of the kitchen <laughs> and the John like came in here and he's like, what else do you need from the store besides broccoli? I'm like, it's just, it's not about the soup. It's about that every freaking thing is going wrong right now. And it's no surprise that I don't have the stuff for the soup. Like I can't even keep my household going. I can't stay on top of supplies. I can't stay on top of dinner. I can't stay on top of any of these things for more than like a week. So I'm stupid for thinking that I can build this business. I am not as great as I think I am. And then it's the self-sabotage and it's the negative self-talk. And it literally just so fast infiltrates your head without even realizing that that's what you're doing. And you don't make the conscious decision of, oh, okay, this is just my negative self-talking. Like, it's going to be fine. Because that voice, the good voice in your head, the one that like talks you off the ledge is literally like, with a strap over her mouth, hands tied behind her back in the corner because the bad self, the negative self, like locked them in a cage and was like, you shut up over there. Like you suck. You're not doing anything awesome. Be quiet. I'm running the show now. And so you don't even realize when your mind gets hijacked and you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I recognize this behavior. I know this behavior. I know what this is. And then all of a sudden the dust kind of starts to settle. You see things for what they are. You start to realize, okay, I need to, I need to get it together. This is okay. You start realizing that it was just this negative side of you controlling your life for a few days. And then you get it back together. Also what happens, like I, so I've learned to, since you can't tell when this is happening to you, really there are signs though, that you can notice. And so one of the signs that you need to be aware of is withdrawing from anyone. That's like the biggest thing. You're like, nope, not going to church. Not like on Sunday, I woke up and I was like, should we go to church? Can we not go to church today? And like every other time, it's not even a conversation. The rule is if we're home, we go to church. And I woke up, I'm like, should we go? Maybe we don't go today. And I almost didn't even go to church because I'm like, I don't want to be around people. I don't want to be, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. You become like a hermit and you shut down. And I really think it's because that self of yours that likes to interact with people that likes to be around goodness, that likes it is no longer there and you've been hijacked. And now this negative person doesn't like that kind of stuff. That negative person likes to be alone. The negative person likes to 
eat crappy food, drink, smoke cigarettes, smoke weed, do whatever. Like that's what that person likes to do. And it's because it like takes over who you are. And then all of a sudden you're like, not even doing the things that you worked so hard to do. You stopped working out. Now you're fighting with your husband. Now you're fighting with your kids. Now you're mad at yourself. Now you're stressed about your job. Now you're worried because your emotion now is of fear and scarcity and lack and worry. And that's what you're putting out. And that's what you're paying attention to. And that's what you're recognizing. And so that's what you're receiving. And then it goes in this cycle over and over and over. So my question to you guys, uh, thank you for your honesty, Tracy, in the chat. Uh, she said that she does that and withdraws from everyone. Yeah, you sit there feeling, <laughs> you sit there feeling lonely, right? Uh, you're like, I'm so alone. I have like no one to talk to. I have no friends. I have nobody to turn to. <laughs> and then you're like, well, duh. Like you're forcing yourself into being lonely, into being there by yourself. So no wonder why you feel like that. And that's literally the thought I have in my head of, I know that I need to talk to someone. Like, I feel like, I wish I could talk to someone right now. I know I would feel better, but then I'm like, who would I even talk to? And then like everyone you think of just like annoys you that you you're annoyed by thinking about their, their, um, their like love coming back to you. Like, you're like, oh, I'll call my mom. I don't want to talk to her. Like she's annoying. And I'm like, oh, I'll call someone. that no, she's like always so positive. I'm not doing that right now. Oh, I'll call whatever. Like, no, I don't even feel like dealing with that. And so you do, you force yourself into isolation of being alone, which by the way, is exactly where the devil wants you. That's where the devil loves you to be. Like that's his sweet spot because if he can get you away from all influence, all goodness, then it's like, ha ha, like I win, I do this. But I want to ask you guys, are you in that place without even realizing you're in that place? Withdrawing is one, is one thing that people do uh, when they're in this frame of mind. And the other thing is you're just super negative and critical of yourself for everything that you're doing. So that's why I love every day. If you have some sort of to-do list or daily impact sheet or whatever keeps you organized throughout your day, doing all of the tasks you need to do. I love the idea of listing gratitudes and listing, um, not even gratitudes, but I wrote on mine celebrations. And that's why when I coach people, the first thing I ask them is, what are you celebrating? Because if you can shift your mind from, oh my gosh, I need help. I'm overwhelmed. I'm sucking this. This is horrible. This, all of this. If you can change your mind from that to, oh, what am I celebrating for myself? Wow. And sometimes it really takes you a minute. Other times you just ramble off all of the things you're celebrating and other times you're like I literally can't think of anything to celebrate because that's where your mind is you have things to celebrate but you're just not paying attention to them or hearing them or seeing them because that's how you feel and so honestly think of yourself and think where are you at right now in your mind are you being super critical are you not doing what you should be doing and then beating yourself up about it? Or where are you at? Because it's really hard. When they say being an entrepreneur is hard, what I have found to be the hardest thing ever is the constant roller coaster effect of being an entrepreneur. Is that you feel on top of the world, 
inspired, excited, motivated. You're getting up earlier. You're going to bed later. You're just doing all these things with no effort. They're just coming to you. You listen to your books, you're journaling, you're making posts, you're impacting people. You're talking to people. You feel so good. It's just so easy what's happening. And then there's other times where it feels like it is so hard to just even get up on time and listen to your book every day. And so I have learned over the last couple of years that it's really about giving yourself grace in those low points because there's nothing you can do to avoid them. There's nothing you can do. You will always be at a high and at a low as an entrepreneur because emotions are high in business. What you're doing is hard. What you're doing is frustrating. And it was so good to hear someone tell me that yesterday. I was in tears trying to figure out this click funnel and everything that I'm doing. My, my Instagram ad account doesn't work. My Facebook ad account doesn't work. It says it's disabled. It says that it's shut down for security. There's nobody to call. There's nothing to do. I'm like, I don't know anything about ads. I'm trying to figure this out. Now I'm trying to build this click funnel and use this new CRM system and infusion soft and all these things I have to learn. And I'm literally, I was sitting here for like three hours yesterday and I was just sitting here and I was like, do not cry. Like, don't cry. You're fine. Don't you dare sit here and just cry yourself out of this. Like you're going to figure it out. I so many times was like, maybe I should just put this down and like go shopping. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Maybe I should just see if someone wants to meet me for lunch. No, I'm not doing that. Maybe I should just go shopping by myself. No, I'm not doing that. Like I just constantly wanted to get out of it because it was uncomfortable and I didn't like what I was doing and building this and trying to figure it out. And then I was watching this training video and this woman, Grace, told me something that I totally needed to hear. And I realized in that moment how having someone relate to you and also be vulnerable and talk about things that suck, make you feel so much better and not alone, makes you feel like, oh, thank God someone else is going through this. And she said at the end of her video, she was like, and just know what you're building is hard. What you're doing right now is the hardest work you're going to do. You're trying to build a business that's going to produce six and seven figures. It's going to be hard. You probably feel frustrated. You probably feel like you're going to cry. You probably feel like you never want to watch one of my videos again. And I get it. It's a lot of information. It's overwhelming. Take it piece by piece by piece. Do not look at the whole puzzle. Do not get overwhelmed by everything. Get your mind right and think, what is the next step that I need to make? And then work on that step. And hearing her tell me that felt so good. I literally got out of my bad mood of feeling like I can't do this. I'm so overwhelmed. Oh my gosh. And I started to feel a little bit better because she validated my struggles that I was going through. And so I wanted to come on here today and validate your struggles that you're going through and let you know that you're not alone. What you're going through and what you do go through, maybe right now you're at a high point. Like I feel like I am at a high point right now. I just climbed back up a couple of days ago. And now I feel like I'm at the top of the roller coaster or I'm climbing up the, up to the top of the roller coaster. But just last week, I felt like my roller coaster was totally stopped. Not even just declining. It was like stopped and 
it was like a roller coaster that's kind of on the other track that they park when they're like broken down and you're like, oh, that one, you can't use that one because it's not working right now. That's where I felt like my roller coaster was. And I felt like it was never going to start again. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, okay, we're moving. Now we're moving because a lot of the reason why you're in the, the bottom of the roller coaster in the valley is your mindset. It's your perspective. And it's just your emotion that you're experiencing and emotions come and go. And that's why you'll always be on the entrepreneur roller coaster because you are human and you have emotions and based on your cycles, based on the moon, based on what you ate and drank, based on your marriage, based on your health, based on all of those things are going to change your emotions. Alicia, yeah, I want to hear what you have to say. Um, I was going to say that it, it is also possible to be on that high and in not necessarily in a valley, but it be hard and, and a struggle too. So for me, I'm like making all these really crazy drastic changes right now. And it's hard, but it's so good. And the more that I push forward and do the hard things, the more it seems like everything is just falling into place. Like the alignment is there that I'll do something that seems really scary and then realize after I do it that it was exactly what I should have done. It was exactly, you know, everything was, was on the track of where I should be going. It, it is propelling me. So it is quite possible too, because I have a real, I have a tendency to, when things are scary and they're hard to not exactly what you were saying earlier, like find other things to do or not do them. I will put myself like my mindset goes immediately into a place of, I, I that's too scary. I just want to stay here where it's nice and comfortable. I want to stay in bed where it's nice and cozy, where I know exactly what is predictable and everything that's going on instead of doing the thing that is unpredictable. And I know I need to do um, like, just like what you were saying with that, with the click funnels and setting that up, like I need to do that so bad. And I keep using the excuse that I don't have time. And I know darn well in the back of my mind that there is time that I can do it. And I find everything else to do except for that, because I know it's so hard and I don't know where to start. And I don't, I just know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be me, the person just like you sitting there for three hours crying because it's so hard and I can't do it. It's like when I was trying to build my landing page, like I went to so many different websites, builders and so many, um, templates and writing things up and it not looking right and not happening right. And I'm, and it was so frustrating to me. And I was like, I just can't do this. Why am I trying to do this? Like, it's so dumb. I can't do it. I suck. I'm not a website builder. Like all, you know, all the things telling myself all the bad things. And once I did it, once I like, finally, like I got a little bit of advice and <laughs> went somewhere where it was a little bit easier and carved out time and actually sat and did it I felt so good after but I need to move past that like I've done that step now I need to go to the next step and I've been saying it and saying it and saying it but I haven't done it and it's that whole thing of like being at you know being in that moment and being in the top being at the high point of the mountain but it's like everything looks really scary from up here 
everything like the view is like it's grand but it is scary because now you're there and you're like okay so now what am I gonna do and that's where I'm at right now um I actually had an interview yesterday and I'm very close, very, 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 very close to quitting my job, which is also really scary because I feel really bad about, it's like, it's kind of a sad thing too. Like I feel, I feel bad in a lot of senses for, for leaving, you know, like the guilt and obligation is setting in. And um, so I think that even when we're traveling on this, it still can be not necessarily a low, but a, but a struggle. Even when you are up at the top, doing the things that you you know you need to do. So that is really a really good point to say that it is a scary view from the top. Because think of being on an actual roller coaster and going up the huge hill and getting to the top is when you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm so scared. Like oh my gosh, it's gonna happen. And you're like freak out because you know that it's about to come and you're about to fall down this thing. And although when you're done, you're like, let's do it again. Like I just stood in line for three hours and let's do it again. And that's how stupid being an entrepreneur is. <laughs> we literally do that. We're like, that was so thrilling. Okay, let's build another business. And it's like, what? Like, uh, do I even hear myself? But leaving your job, you said you feel the guilt and obligation. It is very real. And you will feel that anytime that you make a big change. And that is part of fear. And that's why people don't leave something because of the guilt and obligation. And when I was leaving my last job that, I mean, that's how it felt every single time that I left a job of mine. And if you think back to your entire career, when you had a job and you left for something better, something that you felt better. Maybe it wasn't actually better. Maybe the money wasn't better. Maybe the benefits weren't better. Maybe the time off wasn't better, but you felt like it was a better fit for your life. It was a step up. It still feels hard and bad when you leave and you do something else. I also heard in Florence's book yesterday, she said that when one door closes, one immediately always opens. And I think that that's so cool to see too, that the second your door is closing, you're getting to a point where you're like, I can't do this anymore. I can't continue to have this, to work for this company and keep doing this. It immediately was like, oh, here's the door. And the door was always there. You had the ability to go online and apply for jobs. It was there. It's not like you just got internet access, but it's when you finally were like, I'm going to close this door. I just can't do this anymore. You didn't quit, but mentally you were like, I, I can't do this. I have to find something else. The door closed and immediately the one was right there and you just stepped right into it. And it is hard when you're at the top, but what you have is a coach, somebody that can listen to you and can help hold you accountable. So you don't have to do it all on your own. I do because I don't have a coach right now. Um, I kind of do. I don't have a one-on-one -on -one coach, but I have Grace and I have her team and I have her company. So I'm not doing it alone. She's helping me bridge the gap. I just don't have one-on-one -on -one support to like cry to someone and be like, I don't know what to do. And so you guys though, you have that. And so that's what is going to help you get to the top even faster. It's not me. It's not that I have all this wisdom and oh my gosh, Taryn's amazing and she's the best business coach in the whole world. That's not it at all. 
I have the questions that I can ask you so that you can make sense of all of it in your head. You can make sense of it out loud and you can come to a conclusion of what you want to do next. How does it feel? Know what to do and then be ready. Okay, this is what I'm doing for two weeks. I'm going to do this in the next two weeks. I'm going to come back because now you have accountability and you have someone that's like, let me see your landing page. Let me see your click funnel. And you're not going to not show up with it being incomplete. So that's the greatest part about having a coach is that they will help you bridge the gap because it's, it's not like, oh, what platform should I use? I learned yesterday, and this is why having a coach, having a, a person like this is so important to have in your pocket. You have to utilize them though. You have to actually go forward with coaching and you, and it's scary and it's very like fearful if you haven't done it before, because you're like, I don't know what to expect from this. I don't know what, what I'm going to be pushed to do. I don't want to do things I don't want to do. And, and knowing that you don't ever have to do that, but you do have to show up and you do have to think and really put it out there because you have someone that can bridge the gap of all the problems. Like yesterday, Grace was talking about, okay, as you start to build your email subscribe list, and as you start to build all of these customers, these people who say, yes, I want more information, but they haven't signed up yet. You need a CRM system. You need the customer relationship. You need this entire program. And there's all these different ones that you can use. And she started listing all these ones. And I'm like, how the heck? am I going to know which one to use? Like she said that there's like 15 different ones that you can use. And then she went on to tell you the pros and cons of all of them saying like, if you need this, use this. If you're also going to do this, use this one. If you are this big, use this one. If you're this little, use this one. And it was so great because at the end of it, I was like, perfect. I'm using Infusionsoft. I'm using Keep. I'm using, I knew exactly what I was using to build out all my stuff. And then I have her literally coaching and teaching me through videos, exactly what I need to do the next steps. If I had to figure this out on my own, this would literally take me years, years and years and years and years. And the reason why I invested in her, I pay a thousand dollars a month and do not talk to a single soul. I pay a thousand dollars a month to be in a Facebook group and to get her videos. And do you know every single, it's $997 and it might seem like that's a lot of money. And um, to some people might be like, whoa, like that is a lot of money. It is, $1,000 is a lot of money. But do you know what happens when you pay $1,000 a month? You one, start to do the things that you're supposed to do because you're not gonna have $1,000 go out the window and another month goes by that you didn't do anything. So you make the time. And that's why I like to pay for stuff because if I pay for it, I'm going to pay attention to it. And that's why I like to pay. That's why I want people to pay me to coach them outside of my team, because I know if they're paying, they are going to be at such an insane place and they're going to have so much success and be so happy and fulfilled because they're going to do the hard work because they're not going to let a thousand, two thousand dollars go out the window and they're going to show up and they're going to do the stuff. Now, what it also does is by me paying $1,000 a month, now instead of going a five-year journey through hell, trying to figure this out on my own, and as I'm figuring it out, it's all changing, 
because we're trying to figure out something online and everything changes. You know, you like work so hard to do something and you're like, the algorithm changed. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. That doesn't work. And it's like, oh, now, now it's not only not working. Now it's actually hurting your algorithm. <laughs> so you're like, oh my gosh. Okay. And it's, you can't, you literally, I am paying a thousand dollars a month. So that grace can teach me these things. And I can get to this place. She says in her program, it's one year. She actually said it's one year to, to building a seven figure business. It'll take one year to make a start to make a million dollars a year. And it's going to take one year. You're going to invest a thousand dollars a month for 12 months. You're going to invest $12,000. And at the end of it, you're going to start making a million dollars a year. Is it worth it? 100%. She says that she has a lot of clients who come in and actually get to work doing this that start making a million dollars. They start scaling their business to become a million dollar business a year. They start doing that in just 90 days. In just 90 days, they're on track already with what they're producing to make a million dollars. Investing in your business is a great thing to do if it's the right things. If you feel like this is what's the right thing to do. But my point is that people are here, just like we build brands and we discover who we are and what value we have to give and what talents we have and experiences we've gone through that makes us valuable. It gives us our bridge that we can throw over from one side of the mountain to the other. And someone can just walk across the bridge instead of having to scale down the mountain, go through the entire valley and the creek and the water and the woods and climb back up the mountain as hard as they can. You're like, oh, hey, here's, here's a bridge. Just walk across. Not only are we doing that for people because we have experience with special needs where we can help a mom feel not alone and validated and, and just knowing that someone else is going through what we're going through. Um, maybe we have value in an experience like that, or we have value because we were in an abusive relationship and got out and now we can teach people to look for the signs or teach people how to value yourself or whatever it is. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I figured out this crazy thing and now I'm going to teach you how to do it. It's very little things that we have value that we can help people. It's just believing in our bridge enough to throw it across. Because if you have the bridge and you're getting ready to throw it across and you're like, I don't know. I think the bridge is going to break. I don't know if it's going to go all the way. Across. I'm just, I'm just going to wait. And then you have all these people around you that are like, all right, well, I guess I'll climb down the mountain and go all the way down and go through the valley and go through the river and climb back up the mountain. And it's all because of your belief. You're standing there with the ladder and you just believe that it's not going to hold them when the packaging says guaranteed to hold everyone. And you're like, I don't, I don't think it's going to, I'm going to wait. And it's literally just your own personal belief is what holds you back. That's all it is. We get in that point of like, this isn't going to work. I can't do this. Or this is too hard. Maybe I should do something else. Instead of just saying, yes, I got this. I can do this. And that's why I have affirmations written on my computer on a sticky note of I am statements of things that I am in Christ. Because he says a lot of nice things about us. Way nicer things than we say about ourselves. <laughs> you know, way nicer things where I'm like, he said that about me. <laughs> that's crazy. You know, like you can do it if you just take the identity of who you were born into anyway. And taking a step of like, I can do this 
and I'm going to offer value. But then when you invest and you do things or you have a coach, you're not even investing. If you're working with me and you're in the company with me, you're not even paying for anything, but are you utilizing me? Like, really, are you utilizing me? That's what I'm here for. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to help you guys do is to put all of your thoughts in your, in your head. They're all jumbled. They're all over the place. I want you to speak them and get them out of your head so that it's nice and clear inside of your head. And I want to sort your ideas and sort the things you think. And I want to help you make you on your path. And okay, this is what you need to do. Go do it. We'll talk in two weeks. We'll talk in three weeks. We'll talk in one week. And you feel clarity and you feel like you're going to go and do it and it becomes easier for you. My, my, uh, so this full thing that I invested in um, has been incredible and it's going to produce so much. It already is so amazing. But I got the most out of my one-on-one -on -one coaching that I did with Melissa. And with Melissa, I paid $2,000 a month and it was a six-month contract. And so when I coached with her, it was a big investment. I was not making a lot of money at that time. And I said, I'm just going to do, it. I actually took out a loan to pay her. Honestly, I did. And I was like, okay, it's going to cost me $12,000 and it's going to be over six months. And I'm going to do everything I can over these six months to make this the best, most valued six months where I'm actually doing the things I'm supposed to. I'm going to be accountable to her. I'm going to show up. I'm going to do the hard work. And I got more out of that six months with Melissa than I have in the six years of being an entrepreneur. And so at that point, I could have renewed with her or I could have taken the $12,000 and invested in this next step over a year. Now, my goal is to make more money faster so that I can take another $2,000 a month and pay Melissa so that I'm paying her and I'm using this program. And yeah, right there, there's $3,000 a month that goes out. And also I have another like $2,000 a month in business expenses with like um, portals I've built and subscriptions and Canva and all these things I need to build my business. So let's just say there's $6,000 a month that's going into my business, but I'm making a million dollars a year now. And, and I have someone who can hold me accountable and somebody that can really be there for me. Um, what is a million dollars divided by 12 is 83,333. That's a lot of money. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of money. If you're making $83,000 a month, $6,000 isn't really that big of a deal. $6,000 is nothing. And when Grace talks about her seven-figure ClickFunnel system, she doesn't ever talk about it like it might not happen. She talks about it like it's happening in 90 days. That you're going to be able to do this because she's figured out a way to do it. And it just made me feel so much better because when I left, every job that I've ever left, I left because a new door Either that door mentally, I was like, this is closed and a new door opened immediately after. That's usually what happens. Um, actually, that's, that's like what happens every time. I don't think that I ever left a job for another job. Actually, I know I haven't. I never left a job for another job when I was already happy. Like I had already mentally closed the door and then this other door opened. 
But when I left my first job, when I was, well, my first like real job, when I was working in human resources and recruiting, I just felt like I was made for something more. And I felt like there was something more out there that it was going to give me something better. And then I found network marketing. And so I left there for network marketing. Um, My boss made me choose, which is like super ironic because then that went and happened to me again, just recently where I had to choose. And, um, I chose the new thing. I chose what I was excited about. And so I said, yes. And I chose that new company and then, um, it happened again and I chose another company and then it happened again. And I chose working on my own company and working on my own brand, because that's just how it goes as you learn and climb up and you make changes and changes are good. You should be making changes in your life. You should be growing and things that once were exciting are now kind of, hmm, I'm kind of over that. I'm kind of ready for something new and bigger and better and greater because you know that that's inside of you. You know that something big is going to happen in your life. You know that you're, you have it in you. You just have to keep doing the things. So my question, my question from the beginning of this is, Where are you at mentally? What's holding you back? Are you doing the things? If you have me, if you're on here right now or you're listening to this recording and you are on my team and you can be coached by for free, are you utilizing that? Are you, and of course things come up and life gets crazy and there's times where we have to take time off and I get all of that, but are you utilizing that? Are you utilizing the tools and the information that's right in front of you? Because if you're not, then that's why you are where you are. If you're not taking the next step and doing the next thing, you're never going to move forward. You're just going to keep staying right here and spinning in a circle. And if you want to stay here and you're like, I like it here, I'm fine here. This is like, I'm okay. If that's where you are, then then great. Then stay there. The goal is to be happy and fulfilled. The goal is to feel like your soul is on fire, to feel like you're in total alignment for who God wants you to be. And you're doing and living out the life that he had called you to live. So if you feel this urge inside of you, like you need to do something different, you need to do something more, you need to step up and say yes to something. Maybe it's serving. Maybe it's in ministry. Maybe it's going out and serving the homeless it doesn't even have to be a job change, but maybe it's doing something else. If you're not listening to the instructions and you're not doing the first step, God isn't going to give you the second step. And he's not going to give you the third step. And he's not going to give you the fourth step because just like Alicia said, when her door, when her door, her mental door is like closed and she's like, I'm over this. I need something new and exciting. Well, this is the step that her dream life of what she's creating and, and what she's becoming doesn't involve her being an employee of the company she's at right now. And so God is clearly pushing you away from that. He's pushing you to the next thing that you need to do. And it's exciting. And you feel this now of like, oh my gosh, this is like such a new, exciting place in my life, a new phase. Like it's nerve wracking, but it's exciting at the same time. And all this change and all this is happening. And you feel like that because you were obedient and you're taking these steps that you felt in your soul that God and the Holy Spirit were like, do this, do this, 
do this. And you finally are like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And you do the one step. And then all of a sudden God meets you there. And it's like, oh my, I can already feel different. I can already feel like this is working. I can already feel a little bit more alive. Do you feel like that, Alicia? Do you feel like you're like excited when you wake up in the morning now and you're just like a little bit more alive than you were? 1000%. Like, I can't even tell you how I even like feel like I look different. It's weird. It's very strange, but um, it was so crazy because I kept saying, I don't want to go from one job to another job that I'm not in alignment with, that doesn't align with my values, doesn't align with my mission, doesn't align with what I want to do in life. I don't want to just go work for work somewhere just for the sake of having a job. Um, the money doesn't really matter. I, like I kept saying all of these things to myself. And when I spoke to this person yesterday and when I heard all of the, all of the things about the company that, that drive them, their mission, I like, I could not believe I was like trying to, I was on zoom. So I was like trying to hide my excitement about it because it was so <laughs> much in alignment you're like with be cool, what be I'm cool. doing <laughs> I, was, I was like <laughs> but it like the things they kept saying I it just it kept blowing my mind kept blowing my mind and I was like yes okay this is this is the path this is exactly what you said like this is what I'm supposed to be doing this is what I'm supposed to be doing and I've applied for a whole bunch of jobs and there's only been like a couple of them where I really just from learning about the companies, knowing that that's like, okay, this would be a real good potential, even though I applied for other ones that I didn't feel like they would be in alignment. I just kind of was like applying everywhere. Um, but this is exactly like, I, I, I mean, I'm pretty positive I'm going to get it, but it's going to give me an opportunity to do, to continue working on my business to really have the time that I keep talking about to build my own business. And they're, they're perfectly fine with that. Like I told them that that's what I want to do. Yeah. And they're completely fine with it. So um, yeah, it's, but it, it is, it's like you, once you start doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing, once you, once, like you said, you know, that tugging, that pushing where they're like, where it's like, this is not what you're supposed to do anymore because every day you wake up and you feel bad. Every day when you go do this thing, you feel bad. Every day when you're not doing what you were meant to do, you feel bad. And then you finally listen to that and you say, okay, I'm gonna go do something else. I don't know what that is yet, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go do something else because I know that this doesn't feel good. You automatically feel better not even doing something else. You just, by stepping into that, by, ta by, by taking it by its hand and being like, okay, fine. All right, I'm not gonna do this thing that feels bad anymore. I am going to go find the thing that feels good to me. And that is where I think us as humans, we, that's what we're meant to do. We are, meant, we are not meant to do things that feel bad. We are meant to do things that feel good to us. We are meant to, do things that, that 
invigorate us and excite us and and even when you're up on the top of the mountain or on the top of the roller coaster and you look down and it's super scary even then like if it's in alignment with what you what you should be doing it's what it's what you should be doing and i just like i can't even like you said once you open that door once you close that door the next door will uh, will open it will it's just there it is literally there you can't see it because you have blinders on because you're so involved in whatever you have going on in your life right now but the second that you make that decision to make a change to do so, it's it's like the same with with fitness right or nutrition you know you're you're like I'm so sick and tired of being a busted can of biscuits in my clothes every day when I put them on. I hate that I can't work out because I, every time I try and do it, I'm winded and I can't do the moves because I'm too fluffy. And like, once you finally say enough is enough, I am not, I'm putting the cookies down. I am not eating the donut. Like once you mentally tell yourself that everything will happen, it will all happen. And it's literally just a mindset shift. It is just making a decision and then taking that first step. It's literally what it is. And after that, everything is so much easier. And that's why I say about fitness and nutrition that it is, that it starts with your mind. It starts with your mindset because you can't, you can, you can step on the scale all you want and you can feel uncomfortable in your clothes all you want. But until you make a decision that you are tired of being that person, then there's no decision. You're not going to do it. You can have the best coach. You can have somebody telling you what to eat. You can have somebody giving you a meal plan. You can have somebody telling you what workouts to do. But unless you put your mindset in the right place to do it, you're not going to do it because you're going to make an excuse. You're going to find a reason why not. Um, You're too tired. You don't have enough time. You're kids are driving you crazy. You can't get to the gym. You can't go grocery shopping. You don't know how to meal, but there's like every single excuse will come up, but until you get your mindset where, where it needs to be and then make, and then take that one step. I think it's, and I feel like it's, it's two things that happen that make you do that. It's either you are too distracted by fear, scarcity, worry, lack, doubt. That's what you're focused on. Or you are not recognizing your value and who you are of who you were created to be. And I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to put up with this. I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to walk around with my soul dead inside because I'm just doing what's easier. I'm doing what people expect me to do, or I do what would make the most sense. Like the world says like, oh, you have a good job. You have a good job. Why would you, you have benefits. You get paid time off. You get profit sharing. Like what? You're stupid for leaving. You have a good job, Alicia. You should stay there till you're 60 and then retire. And then that's what you should do. And it's like the world says that. And so when you don't know your value, you don't know what's inside of you. You don't know that you're created for something more. You just settle and you're just complacent. And then you just walk around this world not even alive, just merely existing, not actually living a life. You know, if you live in America, you have a lot of freedom to go do whatever you want. Also, if you don't like to actually leave your house and go to work, Alicia is proof 
that there are hundreds and thousands of jobs, hundreds of hundred thousand, probably a million jobs that you can apply for that are online that are giving you exactly what you want, but you just don't have value in yourself enough to take it and move forward. The last thing I want to say before we get off of here, I, I want to read something that somebody posted on Facebook today and I thought it was so good. She posted a picture of a bottle of water and she said a bottle of water in the supermarket is worth approximately $1. The same bottle in a bar costs $2 and a good restaurant or hotel, it can be up to $4, which at the hotel in Orange County, it was $12, $12. I paid for a bottle of water. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How much is this? Oh, okay. I could have like had lunch in Michigan, but I guess I'll have a water. Um, at an airport or a plane up to $5, the bottle is the same, even the brand. The only thing that changes is the place. Each place gives a different value to the same product. So when you feel you are worth nothing and when everyone around you belittles you, change places. Do not stay there. Have the courage to change the scene and go to a place where you are given the value you deserve and considered for your strengths. Surround yourself with people who really appreciate your worth. Do not settle for less. I literally had chills reading that. So good. Live by that. Know your worth. Know your value. You guys can do this. You're going to do it. I just know it. I know, know, know that you are.